Jared, did I tell you that I didn't answer Tony's phone call because I thought he was a bill collector? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, nope. I'm like, nope, I don't recognize that number. <laughs> nope, you're not saving my phone. That's me all I know. the time. I'm like, ugh, leave me alone, leave me alone. Boo, Badu, 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 Tony Soto Show. Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. And today, as usual, we have Miss Lucy Wack in the back. Hey, hi, hi. We have Miss Shake Hey, girl, hey. And on today's show, my God, we got her sober, hopefully. Well, I don't know. We haven't <laughs> talked to her yet. We have Miss Sam Bailey's joining the show today. Hey, Sam Bailey. Uh, yep. See, that's about right. That's about right. <laughs> Listen, if she starts to fade off, just lay her on her side. All right. Put a spoon God. in her mouth and lay her on the side. She's fine. Sam Bailey, how the hell are you, girl? I am so. Good. Oh, you are starting out real good already, girl. Real good. It's been a long, long day. She's but like, I'm, I'm feeling great. Well, welcome to the Tony Soto Show, girl. Thank you for having me, darling. Do you even know about what this fucking show is? Do you even give a shit? Yes, I listen to it when I'm like braiding my hair. Oh, you do? <laughs> As I'm looking what? at your almost bald head right now, girl. Yeah. She's like, I never I... listen. I never. <laughs> 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 well, Sam Bailey. Oh, all right. So we get it. We get it. You're all getting stoned. We no, get Tony, it. But can you please not hit it so heavy that you all three cough after every fucking hit? Jesus Christ. I just drank my soda funny. <laughs> my throat. The tickle in my throat. Oh, well. It's cold out here in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> I, have it. I haven't noticed uh, because it's a balmy 60 degrees here. Um, well, I'll wear tights under my pants. It was 60 yesterday. See, it was 60 but, but, Why Monday. do I feel like every time that we have a show, like you're always like, well, it was like 70 yesterday, but today it's 10 <laughs> degrees. It's like, aren't you guys? Really yeah, it's like only in that. the 30s really today. Like I mean, every, every Monday has been nice. We've had like kind of nice weekends. And then like Tuesday rolls around and then Mother Nature decides to be a fucking bitch. I'm just surprised you're not all dead from influenza. You know, it's like it's like one day it's seven. The next day it's like below Arctic shit. I feel bad for y'all, though, because listen, uh, Minnesota, like that's the only thing people talk about on California news right now. Like <laughs> these people, I don't understand. Like, I, you know how when we talk about when Chicago people start bitching about winter, like, oh, winter, winter. And it's like, you have that one guy on Facebook going, everyone knows it gets fucking cold. Stop fucking bitching, blah, blah, blah. Same thing mm -hmm. goes for people in California. Everyone knows that there's going to be snow in central uh, U.S., uh, but, but they act like it's the most insane foreign thing they've ever seen on television before. And I'm like, girl, there's been Christmas movies for fucking years, bitch. You know what snow 
looks like you know like, like I, I just didn't see it coming talk to me when you have to, to someone else. just this year well just, just talk to me when you have yeah. to stick your fucking foot in snow like that's the thing about having a problem with the people here in california is that they're like oh how well how bad could it be and i'm just like you don't fucking have a clue how well, bad because they've been watching christmas lifetime movies their whole time they <laughs> yeah. have no idea they, they see all that pretty fluffy sparkly snow i mean everything here the they only know fake snow from the movies that's it that's it well you know uh, and if they get up to the mountains sometime if there is snow up in the mountains when they go skiing they go skiing but sam bailey Mm. you got to tell people why the hell you're on the show today because you love me well i mean well listen here's here's the thing everyone here's what i'm going to say oh yes i do love you i've loved you for a long long time and i love that you're still alive because (laughs) (laughs) Because girl, you've made some questionable decisions in your, in your in your <laughs> you've made some questionable decisions in your very young life. How old are you, Sam Bailey? I am twenty five years 25 old. Twenty five years old. And how many times have you OD'd on booze? <laughs> Uh, 20, no. <laughs> are we going to talk about why I'm here? <laughs> oh, now you want to talk about why you're here? Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I do. Tony's trying to call you out and ask you how many times you've OD'd. How many times? Tony doesn't OD. I've, he blacks out. I've <laughs> known I've known Sam for uh, well since Columbia College when she was. I mean, how old were you? Like three, four, five years old, something like that. Like a little baby, baby. But she was the craziest fucking baby I ever done saw. Just she loved to imbibe. She loved. She just loved to. She's. She likes to hang out. But our little girl, our little messy Lindsay Lohan, the Black Lindsay, <laughs> our little Black Lindsay has you grown. You for me so hard right now. <laughs> has grown up, and she is now the writer, uh, lead actor. What What else have you done with this project? Um, tell producer. everyone. Your producer of You're So Talented, which is your yes. new web series. Tell us about You're So Talented. Yes, You're So Talented is a web series I started writing during the first uh, Polar Vortex, um, way, way back when in February. Um, and a, I started like casually writing it in February. About springtime, I started really getting down to it. Um, we finished writing it in June. Uh, I met the guys who directed and DP'd and did the sound uh, like mid-June. We did a reading the end of June, and then we raised not our Indiegogo go, but $2,000 less than that. <laughs> and we but started that's shooting. Not, but that's not bad. You still, I mean, girl, like the, you were smart to do the Indiegogo <coughs> and not like oh. a Kickstarter where uh, you, you it, wouldn't right? get your shit. Yeah. At least you got what you got. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We were very happy. So we what? Made that. So what is the? Tell us the story. What, what's the story? What's the show about? Okay, so you're so talented is about a girl named B Freeman who's a much bigger mess than I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So you are acting. Good for you. <laughs> um, and she's an out of work actor, and she's recently broken up with her boyfriend, and she's figuring out her twenties uh, in a really cool way with her her roommates, um, who are played by uh, Gabe Franken. From Chicago, as well as Ashley Lathrop. Now, good people. What uh, have you always? Because you started off as an actress, so like, was this what? What brought the writing on? What made you decide to start writing? 
Um, I just really wanted to start having a stamp on the art I was creating, uh-huh. like a personal one. I felt like I, I wasn't doing that at, in my um, my theater life. And to be completely honest, I was like jealous of seeing pictures of Shay and Potop and people like creating their own work and, and having a complete control over that. And then I had a break from theater and I decided to start writing that series and then it just kind of snowballed. Um, this is the day of DIYs, girl. That's what it's yeah, all about now. If you can, if you can do great. it yourself, because ain't no one else gonna do it for you, bitch. No. Let me let me and ask you this though: like the fundraising process, did you fucking hate it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fucking hate social networking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when you, we had a small group, so I was the one handling everything. And it's just like it's a lot of work. I'm extremely appreciative to everyone who gave gave money. Um, but yeah. I wish I could just like hang out with you guys at a bar and then you give me money. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so when, when is, when is the show, when, when is, when is the launch? When is it, when does it actually premiere? When, when is. So in January we will have a, a screening of the series of the entire series. Um, and that night it will drop online. Um, tentative, the date is set for January 23rd. And how many episodes did you shoot? There are eight episodes. Girl, I don't know why you had to open it with that Shea Coulee fucking cameo, though. Don't be mad. <laughs> we had don't to get the, the kids were loving it. Do you, okay. do, you, do you all see? Did you all see that that uh, that Pentecostal gay preacher video that went viral on the internet yes. where the guys were? He's like, I'm delivered. I was like, yes. When did Shay find Jesus? Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Oh. How, how can I found him? I never lost him. Anyway. <laughs> um, and don't be a hater. I mean, that cameo. Was Shay, talk about it. You it were on was, set. It was cute. I, oh, no, I know, believed I had it. I an opportunity to be on set and like actually see the process go down. Like, I've participated in people's projects, you know, things that they've written, music videos, yada, yada, yada. But I was so impressed with the level of production that went into this shoot. Like, well, I, I walked yeah. in there. I remember you saying that when you... Fresh, yeah, we, The cameras and the lighting and all of that. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I said, oh, this is how we're going to do it. All right. Yeah, that's what you so said. I that's just, what you said to me when you came from after recording it. You were like, that was a really fucking professional setup. And I said, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> no, you know what's... I was like, was there so- a plate of cocaine in the bathroom? Because that's a party I know. <laughs> I don't know if I should be like proud of this or like slightly offended, but there are so many people who messaged me being like, wow, Sam, this actually looks really good. You know, I think, I think that you should take it. I think that you should take it how you want to take it. I'm sure there's some shade in there somewhere, bitch. But honestly, like, you know, the double diva is the one who told me, she said, Tony, you need to get off your fucking ass and watch this trailer because she's in town right now. And right. and we've been we've been kicking. So mm-hmm. um so I checked it out and like literally I was blown away. I'm very, very impressed with this. It makes me want to know more about the storyline. I like I like how just this trailer's just vague enough, but still, you know, descriptive enough for me to kind of get a feeling for it. I'm excited to see it. So um and so that's why I wanted to have you on the show so we could talk about it and spread the word. So thank hey. you for joining us. Shay Coulet. Tired hey. of being fat, huh, girl? Going to the Shut gym, huh, girl? Got yourself a gym uh, membership, huh, girl? Yeah. Doing that thigh master, huh, queen? Tell us about it. What's going on, girl? You're doing a gym. Yeah, girl. Um, So I finally decided to uh, join a gym. You wanted those legs not to touch anymore, huh? 
Um, actually, <laughs> some girl came up to me in the bar not too long ago and said she wished that her thighs had a gap in them like mine. So <laughs> shut up. <Tom. laughs> so where are you I'm working out, saying, girl? I'm just saying for like my own personal health and for my own fitness goals and for the fact that I know this winter is going to really, really suck and all I'm going to want to do is eat. I was like, let me be proactive and not be one of those people that starts like as a New Year's resolution. I was like, just get your ass in the gym with kimchi. So you have a workout. Oh, buddy. good. And see, and you're exactly right about that. Cause the thing is, is like that new, you gotta, you gotta beat that new year's resolution rush. So yeah. that way, so that way, by the time new year's comes around, you have people to look at to be like, well, I'm better off than them. You know what I mean? Like it helps. It helps. <laughs> I've been here. I've been here for two whole months I, before her. Uh, I'm better than that. You know, I, I girl, it was me too. I know. I mean, cause I mean, yeah, I, I did want to get that out of the way because it was pretty awkward. My first day at the gym. Yeah. Tell us what, what do you mean? What do you mean? It was awkward. <laughs> because I just don't, I don't work out. It's just, <laughs> gym culture is not something that I do so I don't know like the protocol for like the way that you do things like I like I was awkward even when he like scanned my key going into like the gym and it to him like backwards and then like he like pushed towels at me twice and I didn't realize that he was like like basically being like take one and I was like oh okay so I take this towel and then I go down to the locker room and I realize like Oh, you need locks for the lockers. Oh my so, god! I did have a lock for my locker, so I was just like, "Well, it's Andersonville, and I'm just gonna trust people." Yeah, no one's gonna steal. And then, like, I just—I don't know. It's just. I'll spit it out, Queen. I'll get a routine down. Shut your ass up. I'll get a routine down, and it'll be like. But you know, it was like totally one of those first day jitter things, and. They were like, there was like no eye candy there. So figure out your goals, though, girl. Don't go there for eye candy. You're an Andersonville bitch. It's all old gays there. You know, don't, that's it, it, the cheetah gym. Actually, I the by che after the cheetah gym. Guys, after work. You, oh, after work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you were messing with those freelancers. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's that day shift. The retirement crowd is what I like to call them. They're the ones that are there during the day, girl. The ones that like to mouth breathe and walk around with their dicks all out. Hey, yeah, Lucy. Hey, girl. Oh, Lucy. So you are enjoying your dick making? Is that what I can gather from you? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of dicks out. Oh, uh, <laughs> let's. First of all, I would like to give a shout out to Tulip uh, in Chicago because I know you all be listening to this podcast when you all should be working. Um, and so thank you so much for listening. So shout out to Tulip. But yeah, girl, tell us about this dick making. Tell us about this. It's really great. Um, I never thought I would I would enjoy thinking about dick so much being, you know, a lady who loves ladies. Uh, and my sister like messaged me. She was like, it's kind of ironic that you spend more time thinking about dicks than I do, which is a lot because she's straight and she likes dick. Um, but I think that my so opinion. So wait, do, do straight women think about dick all day? Sam, do you think about dick all Hell day? yes. You do? I, okay, good. Yes. All right. No, I just wanted, I needed, yeah. I needed uh, an outsized reference. Okay. 
Go ahead, Lucy. Yeah, Dick is always on their mind. Because, I mean, I know I'm always thinking about Dick. And I know that Shay's probably always thinking about Dick. But we're dudes. You know, of all people to make this, perhaps a lesbian is the best person because they're the most unbiased. You know, I'm not sitting there thinking, well, I like them thick and big, so I'm going to make more (laughs) big and thick ones. I'm like, all the little ones are cute, too. You know? Oh, look at that funky shape. That's pretty. Like, I'm not sitting there thinking about it functionally. I'm thinking about it formally. Oh, well, well, you know what? And actually, I think that that makes more sense because, you know, you're thinking about what is going to actually cause the climax, which is what's important, right? Right, Because right. from what I learned, from what I've learned from this show, because we like to teach people, mm-hmm. is that it's not necessarily about how deep and, and how thick how deep a dick can go and how girthy it is. Right? Right? Am I right Not about on this Lucy? Show. Right? Not like, on this show. There's, there's the thing called the clitoris, which apparently needs attention. And yes. there's so many things. So I learned that from this show. <laughs> do you know the, uh, and you know what, you're going to have to forgive me, I didn't do my research, but I, the, the, the butch lesbian from Orange is the New Black mm. uh, was recently on a subway train and a preacher was preaching about how women should stay passive and gays are bad and evil. And she lost it and kind of freaked out on this guy on the train for a while. And she was getting a lot of flack uh, from the media outlets being like, you know, oh, she kind of overdid it. Yeah, you know, what's worse than one loud asshole on a train, two loud assholes. And, you know, I was listening to these people being like, you know, talking about breaking points and whatever. I was just at my laundromat over the weekend, and this woman in there was doing, she literally had five washing machines going with her shit in it, and proceeded to just continue to preach the word of the Lord in that fucking laundromat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was a busy Sunday. A lot of us were there trying to get our laundry done, and it was like, I just, I almost had that moment where... You, yeah, you have all the right in the world to say what the fuck you want to say. Freedom of speech, blah, 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 America. Yeah, it's Veterans Day, so let's talk about our freedoms and service and blah, crap, blah. <laughs> but you have the freedom not to have to listen to but, it, But exactly. And the thing is, is coming for that woman because she broke. Like, and let, I'll talk in Chicago uh, standards for, for everyone over there. The fucking guy by the, by the Gap or the old, old Navy on Washington and State. That mm-hmm. motherfucker who will just sit there with his cheap-ass jank amplifier talking about damnation and hell to gays and people who smoke cigarettes. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like gay people should be compared to dirty cigarette smokers. You know what I mean? Gross. They're obviously going to hell. Because they're cigarette fucking smokers. sinners. Gross. <laughs> Sinning with that uh. inhalation. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to continue this fun little family chat. So we'll be right back. Looking for a good way to waste your time? Listen to The Tony Soto Show. We'll waste it for you. And we are back with The Tony Soto Show. And it's like polar vortex in uh, in Chicago right now, but I bet that don't phase you all, huh? Girl. <laughs> Listen, just as it, just just to let you know, as it gets colder and colder, I will become more and more obnoxious about that. Uh, last week, 
Y'all just decided that I was an ignorant asshole and that you're surprised that my co-hosts even do this show. So this is what's funny about having your own talk show on the internet. The things that I say on my show may or may not really reflect my beliefs on certain things. There are times that I just go for the joke. So when I say that a woman is better off teaching or nursing the sick, that does not mean that I believe that personally. Thank you, Shay, for bringing up and uh, posting the Rose McGowan thing on there because that I learned from. That I understood because she put it in a way that was like, look, gay dudes, we fought with you on your gay rights agenda for as long as whatever, whatever. And you're not, and you know, I thought to myself, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I'm not a hater of women. I am a champion of women. I'm not one of those gay people who go up to women and fondle their breasts or try to lick their mouths or grab their ass or fucking do all that and treat them like, you know, I believe that women should make equal pay, you know, but, but, you know, Lucy, it's what we always talk about. Like, so what jokes are off limits? What jokes aren't off limits? You know what I mean? Like reaction is very impassioned and I appreciate, I think it's great that you've taken the time to reflect on attitudes. And I honestly don't think that you are a hater of women. Gay men have the tendency to be sometimes misogynistic Absolutely. towards women because we feel like because we aren't actually necessarily sexually attracted to them. And like you said, you don't objectify them in that way, but sometimes there are other ways in which we can approach situations and not really treat them as equals or as peers in all the situations that they need to be. And I think it's important that we're just always checking our privilege You're just right. as men. What people were coming from me for was because I was saying that women are more than half of the population and that there should be more of an outrage on the side of women to stand up for themselves. Men aren't going to give up power. They're not going to give up power, not without a fight. When all every Republican voted down equal pay for equal women or for uh, equal pay for women, equal pay for all. Where were the protests? Where was the outrage? Where was the women out there fighting and being like, what the fuck? That was blatant bullshit. That was a slap in the face to womankind. And nothing happened. Look, we live in a very um, like nonchalant society. People less than 12 percent of people under the age of 30 voted. And just in general, we don't mm -hmm. do stuff like that. I haven't seen any type of real protest or real bite back since Ferguson. And before that, the civil rights movement. So is your point, because I mean, maybe I mis misheard your point. Is your point that if we want something to change, we're not fighting hard enough? I'm saying I'm saying that there is a fight out there to be had. You know, education in America is both, you know, issued by the government or the private schools, but also it comes from home. And a lot of women aren't really taught to know that they deserve equality. And even though it's out there and it's coming from outside sources, it's not coming from within the home. So it's not something they're being raised with. And so I just wonder if it's that we should be yelling at there's more women, there should be more women standing up and fighting. But I think that um, the He for She project really talks about how it really needs to be coming from men who want equality with women. And having said that, Lucy, and I know what you were getting to, I'm a part of the problem because I'm just a man and I think fucking, and, and I think that way. And you're absolutely right. Well, I'm, I'm not asking for an apology from you. I'm asking for more awareness. That's all. Okay. All right. 
But no, Lucy, let's segue into this because you were talking about the fact that, and like, it should be a shocker with your fucking beautiful boobs that you're not harassed on the street, you know, because you got some good titties there, Lucy. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) are you saying that you're getting sexually harassed on the street too? Well, you know, it's funny when we, when we talked about um, a week or so ago with Rachel about the uh, harassment on the street and like, there was a brief, like fluttering moment where she was about to ask me if I got it too, but she, she... (laughs) changed rather quickly because you know are you serious right now girl and i'm not exactly feminine and so like it's kind of a silly question because now i don't get harassment like that all the time okay um i did when i was thinner (laughs) but wait have you been which which is really interesting because now that i have gained weight you uh, look like you're in a relationship girl that's what it is quiet shut up i can't even hear myself (laughs) men go out of their way to make sure and snub me Really? Uh, you know, I get the opposite, basically. Unless I'm walking uh. arm in arm with my girlfriend. Oh. And then it's all back on. Really? And uh, I well, was walking yeah. down the sidewalk in my neighborhood with my girlfriend. We go by a bus stop, and this guy, this old man is like, who's who? Oh. Who's who? Oh, God. Who's who? No. And like, we get by him, and we're like, was he talking to us? Oh, what was God. he saying? Who's who? Oh, he wants to know which one of us is the man. Which one's the boy? So, Sam yeah. Bailey, do you get do you you saw this viral video about the cat I calling did. and Oh no, I didn't watch it cuz I knew I heard it was about like all minority guys. <laughs> so <laughs> It was. They, it was. A, it they did, cut it, out the white guys in the video. It did seem. And, it did seem like it was awfully. Latino. Yeah. It did seem. And they answered. They're like, "Oh yeah, we did cut out." They like there were white guys, but there was always like an alarm going off. I don't watch racist things anymore. Um, so I know of it, but I did not see it. But but so are do you experience this? Are you are you cat cold on the street? Do people and how do you feel about it when when it happens? Um, I am cat called out on the street. Uh quite a bit when I'm not in my Ashley awesome Mary Kate chic <laughs> outfit. <laughs> um, and how do I feel? I just give the worst shade in the world. I, I will literally say you to a guy's face. Um, well, or I well, turn around like, oh, you think you're really cute. You're really fucking cute, aren't you? Yeah, I, I get really aggressive back. Well, let's talk about this because there, because there was a CNN uh, a video. There was a CNN interview where the guy was like, where the guy pundit was like, oh, well, yeah. The, I mean, why don't you girls just fucking yell at him and say that you don't fucking want? Is that something that you feel safe doing? Is like, would you say fucking back off or would you get really aggressive with somebody? There are times when I feel really safe doing it. There are times when I don't. Mm-hmm. Either way, I shouldn't be having me. Like, what what are their reactions when you get aggressive? Oh, you're a fucking bitch. Oh, you're mean. What? What? I didn't do nothing. Like, men suck. Like, it's like, did you have you seen this? Have you seen this video where the girl pretends that she's drunk? Now I don't know. No, about, no. I, okay, so there's this there's this video going around where this girl she's pretending she's in, she's on Holly on uh, Hollywood Boulevard dr- uh, drinking a forty, pretending that she's drunk. I don't know. It seemed a little scripted to me because because the guys were very very aggressive. But who the fuck knows? But it was like basically she's drunk. She needs to get somewhere, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, we'll help you. We'll help you. Come to my house." And then like pulling this girl. Oh no, my car's right over there. And I was just like, I mean, it was the rapiest fucking like thing I've ever seen. Well, Ew. that's real. Yeah, I believe that's real. Ew, that's the yeah. But I believe it. Shit. So it's like so. That's 
animalistic shit. And that's the kind of shit that I think should be met with hostility to me. You know what I mean? But maybe that's just me. I don't know. Well, what was that quote, though? Like, men are afraid of rejection. Women are afraid of getting killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's on, see, that's on uh, that, by Felipe. See that? Have you guys looked up by Felipe yet? Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's yeah. scary. You should it check it out, scary. girl. It's basically like women. Um, like twittering their Instagrams or it, like anything from Twitter's, their online profiles, like conversations from men. It's like, hey, how's it going? And no s- response. Fucking bitch. Like, it's like, holy and shit. That, and, and that's the whole thing that happens with this whole internet anonymity society that we're in now. Like, and that's the thing that I was saying about the fucking emails that I got too. It was like, there were some really cruel, but there's also some really cruel shit. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, I have your name. You emailed it to me. You know, you emailed this from your personal email. I know who you are. One signed anonymous. One of the letters signed anonymous, but the name was up in the <laughs> fucking subject line. I'm like, how dumb could you possibly be? When we come back, <laughs> we're going to continue. And we're going to move on to our hot topics, our hot topics of the week. So, oh, and there's one I really want to talk topic. to Shay Kule about real bad. So we'll be right back. Bye. Bye. It doesn't get any better than this. Settle for us, The Tony Soto Show, on iTunes. Hello, everybody, and we are back with The Tony Soto Show with Miss Lucy Wack in the back. Hey, girl. We got Miss Shay Coulee. Hey. And Sam Bailey, writer, producer, actor. You're so talented. So, girl, like, what are your intentions with this? Let us, like, is there going to be a season two? Is there going to be a season three? Is this, like, just a catalyst onto more projects? Like, what is beyond You're So Talented? Um, I think we're going to, I think we're in talks of doing a second season. I mean, in talks. I love it. (laughs) But it would definitely be based on, you know, what, how the world enjoys it or likes it um when when it premieres in general i think we all really like working with each other like it was the dopest ass set like i think i've ever worked on and i think that will that partnership will continue um myself in artful enough now are we gonna like all the characters are 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 there certain ones that we that we are supposed to hate like I don't yeah. think you're gonna. Uh, well, okay, besides yeah, Shea Coulee's character right. at the beginning of the trailer, because I hated that bitch. <laughs> Whoever dead, she dead. was, perfect. Um, <laughs> you know, I like to. I try to make sure that every character has like they're good and they're bad. I think like if I mean you might find yourself hate loving B. I hope um, so. I like a fucking main character that I hate and like though. You know what I mean? I like yeah. to like because like that's my that's my thing with Olivia Pope. I hate uh-huh. her when she's after Fitz. I love her all the other time. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. and Fitz is such well, a big part of my. He's like the poor man, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Without all the fabulous coats, right? No. She's Olivia Dope. <laughs> yeah. She, she is Olivia Dope. Um, okay. So Beyonce has been in the news again. And, um, I'm sorry, but um, have you seen the video? Have you seen the video? Goodness. Where her... Well, first of all, can we just say kudos that, they, that uh, she's still going out with Jay-Z even after On the Run Tour? They're still together. Everyone was like, they're, they're over, they're over. But I think that he's drugging her. 
I think <laughs> I think that he's roofing her so she'll go to a games with him. Did you see this video? I mean, it, maybe she really didn't want to be there, and that was yeah. her way of escaping was to just kind of go off in her head. Xanax. Kind of, that was a, that is a way of escaping. I, taking some Xanax. Like a good yeah, Xanax moment. Say, maybe oh, she could have just really smoked a real big blunt before she went into that game. Do you guys. think she does that? Because yes. like if she, she does talks that, about smoking weed and partition. That's when I was mm. like, I'm really down for her because she smokes weed. And so does Jay Z. That wasn't weed, though. Like you saw that video. That wasn't like her vision was going in and out. And she was rocking. That girl was. That girl was. Also, a- she was jamming. On. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> too, like also, it. when I rehearse, sometimes in my head, she was jamming. That's how that shit. That's sometimes. That's I get into it. I totally yeah. like start swaying my head, and I'll close my eyes and kind of drift in and out. Yeah. And like I am not in that room she when I am in my head. Like she was singing a Negro spiritual. She <laughs> No, she. I, yeah. <laughs> this no. Molly, this Molly, the kicking. That could have been grown woman, and she just slowed it down because she was just like going over that choreo. In her. <laughs> she wasn't going. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's making such a big deal. I don't think that she's really on drugs. Like you have to honestly think about the shit that you do when you're by yourself. You're right. Sometimes she forgets that she's yeah. being watched you, all the time. Do you remember that show on uh, MTV where it was like karaoke but in your car but the people didn't know that they were being filmed like and they're like oh. they're like jamming out to the radio and they're like singing and people don't but then you know they start doing the nose picking thing uh, and start like <laughs> farting like really loud in the car not knowing that they're being like that's right i i just best place i just kept thinking to myself i was like i want because like what i thought was i was like okay first and foremost yes she is on some kind of drug i don't know what it is but she is on some kind of drug and though and b number two though there is no music playing outside to everyone else in the world i would love to know what song was playing in her head because it's probably the next jam that we're going to be dancing to next song yeah. it's going to be like the first single off of her next album yes and girl don't even know she was going over the choreo in her head she has to go and shoot the video in japan two weeks from now like you don't know no nope, girl that makes know. all that's why i wanted to talk to you about it girl because i i was like no i need i need shay kool-aid to help keep me on the fucking steady path towards you know, B. Because I was like, I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I think I always turn negative into a positive about Beyonce. I was like, I think Beyonce is a drug addict. That's what I thought. I was like, oh no, she's on drugs. Oh fuck, her life is over. Oh, she's Just gonna she's gonna sell Blue it's Ivy. That's Whitney. She's gonna sell Blue Ivy. I mean, it's not her baby. Why does she care? You know what I mean? She don't give a oh. shit. <laughs> so hey, Sam Bailey. Yeah, baby. Uh, what clique were you in in high school, girl? Were you in a clique? I I I was like in a couple of different cliques. I was president of drama club. Of course you were. Of course, and I was a football manager, so I was in the best cliques. <laughs> what does that mean? You were the towel girl. <laughs> does that mean you got water bottles for all the boys? Yes, water bottles. She got that yes. Gatorade. Yeah, she was like, "Oh no, I get the Gatorade, boys." Yeah. Uh, Shay Kule, were you a part of any cliques, girl? Um, no, I no. I just I got along with like everybody. 
but I guess, I mean, I hung out with whoever I was, I did a lot of extracurricular activities. I did choir and theater and like art club and like fashion. So whoever I was hanging out with that day of the week after school. <laughs> oh, right. oh, how great Plainfield must have been in the early 90s or late 90s. Early, Wait, late nineties. <laughs> girls, it was the early 2000s. <laughs> Lucy, tell me about the cliques that you were in, girl. Oh, girl, I was a total social outcast at both my high schools. <laughs> like, if clicks were the red dots, I traveled in the white. <laughs> <laughs> well, so school, I was there since kindergarten. Everybody knew who I was, but I wasn't like tight friends with anybody. Uh, and then I switched uh, schools in the middle of my junior year. So I kind of came in when all the clicks had already formed. So uh, I just, oh, took you just a lot missed of art it, huh? classes. Like, if anything, you just I was missed in the registration. Art department. Yeah, you were one of those, one of those art yeah. kids. <laughs> Probably yeah. uh, black clothes a lot. But, Maybe but a trench my coat. Senior year, Probably, my uh, senior year, I'd lost all this weight, and I had this like little band of fifteen-year-old um, bisexuals that were after me. Get a girl. And it was like, I'm nineteen. I can't come near you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever wear like an ironic fedora? You know, like something with maybe a red feather. Beret, in girl. I wore the beret and a vest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was reading this. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny because I knew who you were then. <laughs> so I was reading this article and it says that clicks form because people are often attracted to people of the same race, class, gender, and age as themselves. This is not a novel idea. And in sociology, this concept is called homophily, uh, which means love of the same thing. So uh, <laughs> did someone giggle about homophily? Did you just giggle about that? Did you call me? <laughs> Did you call me a bottom? Homophilies <laughs> back again. So, so Daniel McFarland, an educated professor at Stanford, and the lead authority of this study, you know how we feel about studies, right, guys? We know they're so fucking good. Uh, discovered that this tendency to segregate is much more prevalent in large schools and schools that provide students with more academic freedom. I say bullshit to this um, because I'm from a small ass town and there was not a lot of people in my graduating class. I couldn't give you a number because I wasn't sober, but like we what were the it? most. And, and the thing is, it was like we had like, four black people in our <laughs> in our whole town maybe even at that time so it was just a bunch of segregated <laughs> white people hating like you had the farmers you had the preps you had the 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 the, the scrubby people the and it's funny because the group of people that i hung out with were the ones that became uh too sexually open uh too early um, not that everyone wasn't sexually open but we were a little too vocal about it <laughs> you know like so you were with the sluts. <laughs> yeah, you were with the sluts. Yeah. That was your clip. Yeah, that was your clip. I was kind of slutty, slutty, kind of, kind of gothicy. Own that power. <laughs> kind of, I was all but, over the place. But how how strict was how like regimen was your your academic? Um, oh, it was not, girl. It, like sometimes lecture. I write sometimes I write K's backwards because I don't know. <laughs> okay, like I think in a study was talking about how like a really rigid program. Is what dissolves clicks. Um, it's what and I, it's what I dissolves think this person's study is true. I just don't agree that it should be instilled. Like I think that having an open curriculum and people able to choose what classes they want to be in 
and what they interest them and what their strengths are is a better way of knowing what they want to do when they're older. Yeah. I mean, if you have just this one tight, strict, like everybody takes these classes and that's it, you're not going to have any room for growth. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. finding your own identity and your own uniqueness. So I think clicks are just kind of part of it, you know? God, you know what? Every day I just thank the Lord, you know, my, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank him every day that I am not in school. <laughs> Because could you imagine how school was oh awful God. when I was in school? I could not. People imagine. are like tweeting people to their deaths. Okay, uh, that's yeah. not like I, how that's you... the most fun. And, and, yes, the, th and, and oh. the thing is, is like the way that photos are taken and shared around the internet right now. Like I, oh my God, I still fear to this day that certain Polaroids might surface. You know what I mean? And like. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It was a dark time, but you know, there's like there's. I can only imagine. The always get the negative. I'm just, I'm just so grateful that it's like I wasn't in that time. I was, I wasn't a kid in that time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where I was scared to be cyberbullied. Like I knew that. At least I knew that when I went home, there were no bullies there, but my father. You know, and I could deal with him. <laughs> You know, like I got like and Sonia. I got uh uh no mm mm I no no please what are, <laughs> for what what is she gonna do to me what are you gonna do to me Sonia what, you, <laughs> what if I started a fake fight with my sister <laughs> just like just like what the fuck Sonia what the fuck. All right, Sonia. Well, listen, Sonia, we're going to take a fucking break. And when we Kick come back. Kick your ass when I see you next. <laughs> yes, Sonia. I'm going to get that you, Sonia. Like <laughs> after this break, I'm coming back for you. Right after this break, I'm kicking your ass, Sonia. We'll be right back. Wow. That got weird. <laughs> yeah, okay, I have to pee. Tony Soto Show. Oppression. All right, uh -huh. hey Sam. So you're gonna you're gonna do the first question. So do you have it pulled up so you can read it? Uh, Jaren did for me. Um, and are you you're get you got to bring the show back? You got to bring us back. Right. So are you ready to bring us back? Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you gonna introduce me? No, you no, have no, to do no, it, girl. You, That's what. Commercial. <laughs> so you have to be like, hey, we're question. back, and we're gonna do listener questions, and I have okay. the beautiful talent and right. you know the responsibility of doing the first one, even though I'm drunk. Okay. Great. Okay. She's Are we recording? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, we've been. Okay. All right. Oh. And we're back. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we're back. Um, I, Sam Bailey, have gotten the <laughs> honor to give you guys the first question in our listener questions. Yay! Applaud, people. Oh, I mean, oh, like, shut up, girl. What's <laughs> you better read okay. that question. Wasting my time. So here's a listener named Teresa. Hey, gang, I have a problem. My father is a conservative who loves guns and freedom. I'm cool with freedom, but I hate guns. My son had his 10th birthday last week. And when we he opened the gift from his grandpa, the joy and excitement on his face made me smile till I say what he got. My father got him a <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
my father got him a shotgun. <laughs> I didn't handle it that well. And I made a, a scene at the party yelling at my dad and taking the gun from my son. I'm on the yachts with a lot of my family right now. Do you think I was in the wrong? And how would you smooth things over? Sam. Uh, um, <laughs> Sam, how is Sam? Yes. Oh, would you would you be okay with this? No, like a shotgun. <laughs> she never say like a like. <laughs> I I googled shotgun just so you know. A shotgun is one of the big things. The like, I know pump. that's yeah, why the one I, that you pump, girl. Yeah. I'm yeah. so like. <laughs> that's pe- so, that's like, a really mortified. That's why I keep laughing. To give to a ten-year-old. It's about the size of a ten-year-old. A shotgun is. It's from yeah. what my Google my Google image said. I was. And why would you, you give a ten-year-old something that could kill someone? Yeah. Let alone them. Lucy, something you're from the South. This is something mm. that happens in the South, right? Like this is I'm assuming this is from the South. Uh you know, I don't believe oh, in giving children right. deadly weapons. <laughs> I don't I don't think that just being from the South means that you do. I you know, a lot of people might you know, this father did. Um, I don't think you overreacted at all. I think uh, especially if your father knows your stance on guns, that that was totally inappropriate. And um I, I mean, if you have to make it right, if everybody's seeing it as you having to make it right, then you need to sit down with your dad and tell him your boundaries concerning what your son is and isn't allowed and tell him to respect those boundaries. Otherwise, you're not going to let him come around your son. And tell him to stop bringing in all the fucking other family members. Like, be like hey, you don't got to make yeah, everyone and mad. The, I mean, <laughs> the only thing to apologize yeah. for is maybe shaming your father in public. But at the same time, I don't think that you overreacted at all. I think that's what a normal parent would have yeah. done. But we're not it, gun yeah, people. Like, I'm not a gun person. Are you a gun person? No. no. I think they're fun. I don't have one. Would you have one? But I would, I'd get. For protection? Sure. I think they're fun to go fire. Uh oh, her Oklahoma's coming fire. out. Her Oklahoma's coming out. Girl, <laughs> I took Tavo. And that gay loved firing a gun. He was only good with a twenty-two. But well, <laughs> I mean, I easily fired, I fired a gun when I was. My dad taught me how to fire a gun when I was nine. But that's not. It's not as much that. fun when you're nine, though. But it's not a gift I mean, that it? he didn't uh, give you a, a shotgun. Like a kickback I mean, sucks when you're nine year old. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I my shoulders, maybe, <laughs> but I felt oh like a God. spy. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm with I'm with Sam. I don't understand. Like I don't. A ten year old has no no fucking. uh, There's no reason. Give him a play gun. I'm not even against like play guns. I'm like, but what the fuck are you doing? Giving a real shotgun. A shotgun. I would not carry a shotgun. Huh, my sexy future husbands would not be sharing, carrying a shotgun. <laughs> oh, you already got that planned out, huh, girl? Is that written in the script? Which one, which one are you going to divorce first? Seth Rogen. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's move on. Let me see. All right. Our next question uh, is from Marcel. This question is for Shay. Being mm. black, gay, and a drag queen is a lot. Do you have relatives that openly hate you? Ever wonder how many of your relatives secretly hate you because of how you live your life? This is no shade. I'm also black and gay, not a drag queen. And at my last family reunion, a few of my relatives made their disdain for me very public. Has this ever happened to you? No, this has not happened to me before. Um, And I'll tell you why. First and foremost, I, I only really care about the opinions of my immediate family. 
Um, I have a lot of extended relatives, but I don't really know them that well. And I don't really spend a lot of time around them, though. I understand like what you're saying. And I would not count out any of my extended family openly disliking me being gay and a drag queen. But I would just honestly say to them, if you don't like me being a drag queen, so the fuck what? I don't like your jerry curl, bitch. Get over it. Extended relatives. Please. Who gives a a goddamn? Yeah, Yeah, no, I give no fucks. I mean, I'm telling you that the the, the chain of command with my giving a fuck with my family really kind of stops past me. You know, it's (laughs) like like, I don't think about what Barb thinks. I don't think about what Sonya thinks. You know what I'm talking about? For Sonya again. (laughs) Well, we forgot to come back at her when we came back from the break, remember? (laughs) And I'm a man of my word, all right? When I say I'm going to come back for someone, I'm going to come back for him. Um, Sam, black drag queen, is that okay with your family? Are you all right with having one? Uh, I don't really talk to many people in my family. Um, I don't think my sisters would care, and that's, like, the only people that I really care about. And also, too, I think, like, for Marcel, like, I I think it's really unfortunate that your family members, you know, came at you in a public way, you know, saying that it's bad that you're gay and they dislike your lifestyle. But you just have to understand that, you know, there's... Family goes beyond sharing genetics with somebody. You know, there are other people that are out there that can be your family and love you exactly for who that you will are. be worth your time. Yeah, who yeah. will be worth your time because it's just like if they're not paying your bills, if they ain't doing shit for you, then who the fuck cares? It's just like they're no different than any other person to me, like on right. the street. Like if you can't see it for me and love me exactly for who I am, then to yeah. me that I don't really consider you my family. Yeah, we may share DNA, but that's not enough of a bond to, for me to try when you openly hate, you. hate yeah. me. Yeah. All right. Well, she just took you to church. Now, girl, take us home. What's the last question? Oh, yeah. This question comes from Steve. Steve says, will you guys ever do live shows? I would totally come and watch you all bash Tony live. <laughs> my question is for Tony. It seems like your co-hosts really don't like you that much at all. You are the constant butt of every joke. So my question is, why would you do a weekly show with people who enjoy making you look stupid all the time? Whoa. <laughs> he doesn't need any help from us. <laughs> so, I mean... Uh, no, that's... Um, <laughs> first of all, um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> why do I? My, I mean, the thing is, it's like I do uh, because... I, if being the butt of the joke wasn't my fucking thing, it wouldn't be my fucking thing. It's kind of my fucking thing. Listen, I do dumb shit all the time just so I could talk about it on this stupid ass show with these ignorant ass people who fucking come and do this for free every week because they love it. That's why. Because it's fun. And, you know, that yeah, they get to say really awful things to me. So they're welcome. <laughs> You're but welcome. Like- we like do this outside of the show and also like when we say it steve <laughs> like we say it in an endearing way we say it with love i mean we call each other names but we it's like we're siblings we don't mean it like that steve <laughs> that, don't that's it what so it literal. is no we're, we're we're just we're just a bunch of people that have 
probably me- messed up messed up upbringings in some way or another so we don't really have a good definition of functional family so we got ourselves a nice little dysfunctional one and i love it i just it thought like... it was playful banter yeah i thought we were just you know being snarky with each too. other and, and like enjoying that each other must be how deluded we are like we must be really cruel and awful to each other yeah. so yeah. badly yeah. that i mean i i know that you guys are to me i mean I don't deserve any of it. I mean, you just like the attention. That's exactly right. Of course, I do. Of course. Why do I do it? Because I I want you to clap. Just clap. Just. <laughs> I want you to chuckle a little bit. Tinkerbell. I want you to learn something for when you know, like when you wake up and there's like pills and you don't really know which ones you took. Like how to deal with that? I want to be there to guide you. You know, I want to. He guided me, you guys. <laughs> I mean, I Look I gave, I gave Sam yeah. Bailey the breath of life four times four times the breath of life in one night she just kept going as soon as i revived her she's like where's my drink remember that and now i'm a boss bitch (laughs) sam bailey did you have fun coming on my stupid show i did you know you're more than welcome to come back anytime now tell the children again uh when they can see you're so talented Okay, the trailer for You're So Talented is already up. It's on our webpage, www.youresotalented.net. It's on our Facebook page, Facebook You're So Talented. Um, that will hold you over through the holidays for when we premiere in January. Um, that update will be coming soon. I mean, it's seven minutes. That's not going to hold me over till January, bitch. You better do another trailer. Oh, we'll, oh yeah, we will. We will. We'll, we'll, we'll give the children something. Give them a little something. Sure. A little taste. A little something, something. Something, something. Well, we can't wait. And honestly, I'm very proud of you. I really, all joking aside, I'm so proud of you. Um, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to see the actual episodes. And I can't wait to see like the extended cut when we see all the awful mishaps that Shea Kool-Aid did. All right, Lucy, uh, what's going on with you, girl? Girl, I'm doing nothing but making dicks. So everyone check out Vamp Silicone and uh, buy some dicks because I'm making them just for you. The holidays are right around the corner. Her hands <laughs> Shea, have been Shea, on your what? dicks. What's going on with Face, Shay? Tonight oh. at Face, we have myself, we have Kelly Lauren, Mercedes Tyler, we also have Gia Gunn, Alexis Bevels, and The Vixen. So you should come out. The show's at 1030. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Love some face. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the show this week, everybody. Next week, we will have the eighth degree, Miss G's Louise and Tito Bonito on the show. Um, yeah. And a week from that, is the Tony Soto Show's year anniversary. It is an all-show of Ask Tony. So if you have any questions for the Tony Soto Show, any one of these idiots, anyone at all, just send us your questions to Soto Show at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, this has been Tony Soto Shea Kool-Aid. Lucy Wack and Sam Bailey. Bye. 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 Where'd y'all go?